Hi, so glad to be here again for another fantastic episode. My name is Joy Seki and I'm your host on the Joy is Seki show. In today's podcast, I'll be having another fantastic guest. Last time we had a great conversation with Tosin. Today, I'll be having a good one with Dr. Uchena Ozoikwe. I hope I got that right. <laughs> He's a doctor as well as a physiotherapist fantastic cerebral young man who will be discussing with us on stress okay we want to see the various ways we daily go through stress the things we do that actually aggravate our stress levels and what we can do you know to ameliorate this situation i'm looking forward to hearing from doctor and everything he has to share with us i hope that you find value and remember to continue to share this podcast with your friends okay when you find something good you share it. Cheers. All right, Dr. Uchina, thank you for this opportunity to learn from you. I've been following your post and I think you share a lot of amazing stuff. I remember in the Broken Boat Walking Group, the many times you shared very unique perspective to certain things that had impact on our mental health. And I just want to thank you for that. Okay, my first question would be, what would you describe as the common day-to-day stress-inducing activities, especially for we blacks in Nigeria? Okay, what are those things we do daily that is actually contributing to our stress levels? Let's start from there. Yeah, thank you, Joy, for your question. It's good to be here, and um, I'd like to appreciate everyone of us that were listening to me from wherever part of the world you are. So, let me just get into the meat of the matter. And in response to your first question about how would I describe as the common day-to-day stress-inducing activities, I will say there are actually many, but I'll just highlight about a few of them. So, let's see how that goes. So my first point is taking too much of what you're supposed to do. You know, many times we want to accomplish a lot. We have targets to meet and depending on our workplace and we are so encumbered by various weights and things that uh, we want to do. So many times these things are stress-inducing because the more you pile on these ways, the more it makes things difficult for you to be able to accommodate. So, and that is the thing. So, at the end of the day, it constitutes stress for you. Second one talks about harassment at workplace or school. Harassment has been a major issue. You know, we have talked about it in various ways. Sexual harassment, emotional harassment, and uh, all forms of harassment through about one's uh, race, faith, belief system, sexuality, and all that. So, that constitutes stress because it can be distracting can be disrupting, it can be uh, inconveniencing, it can be destructive in the long run. These things constitute stress because they are not like something you should be living with or expecting every day. Now looking at the third point, working on the high pressure situations. Yeah, you know, pressure stations can be quite daunting and we don't know what to do and even when you know what to do, you're under pressure to deliver. So the, you are under pressure, you're under stress, you're under 
strain you were you were you, you just like when we talk about when i talked about talking taking too much of what you're supposed to do even when you have something that is probably commensurate with your strength there is this pressure to deliver and it constitutes stress to the individual four hmm, that's an interesting one road traffic difficulty in getting to workplace or school you see many times some of us are living in the rural areas and in cities daily traffic can be quite a nuisance because especially when you are going to work and you have to wake up very early in the morning and you have to go to work and then when you're coming back the same thing sometimes when you you discover that when you go to work in the morning like you're already tired you have not even started work you have not even started doing anything you're already tired so that is why it's constant stress because it pushes you it puts a lot of uh, tension and pressure on you and and um, just at that starting point and before you know it you're you're kind of stressed up even by the end of the day you're already like oh god today is monday what about for tuesday and yet we still have friday to meet us at the, in the you know ahead of us so that is a challenge now the next one is incommensurate expectations you know many times our expectations can be quite um, you know they are quite discordant with what actually happens before us so why that is why i expect us to look at it from the point of view of what are actually your personal expectations many times i think it's even better not to expect or not to have expectations than to have expectations that are incommensurate that are discordant with what we might end up achieving so that's why it's very important for us to deal with it because if we don't it constitutes stress to us so that's why it's very important for us to take note of this hmm. pressure situations right in fact living in nigeria itself is a pressure situation <laughs> so you're just showing us that some things we do you know that we might not even be aware of you know they're kind of contributing to the pressure situation so pressure is um, a major drive to stress right fantastic so we should actually be watching out for how much of the pressure i i took that part of pressure because i live in a country where everything is always about pressure basically you know the little normal day-to-day -day activities that would have been enjoyable and saner climbs is quite difficult here so i actually agree with you so i think here our pressure level is high so that could be contributing to our stress levels so thank you doctor for that yeah so the next question that i would like to ask you would be on the impact of um, stress on mental health okay do you agree that stress has a negative impact on mental health you know Let, let's share on that do you agree and and what are the signs you know yeah yeah once more thank you for your question in response to your question i would say yes stress has a negative impact on our mental health um, but before i continue i also want to point out 
that stress also can be can constitute a positive impact on our lives so it's not that stress is bad in itself but when it becomes prolonged it can lead to other deleterious effects or toxic effects on our system on our bodies our relationships and the things around us so having said that yeah i will say yeah, i will just share with, with you some of uh with you with you and our audience some of our few ways by which stress can negatively impact on our mental health so personally i will say i'll start with impact on emotions you see um when it has an impact on emotions, it can cause anxiety, it can cause fear, it can cause anger. I know when these things become a daily part of our lives, it could constitute a lot of stress on our mental health. Because our emotions are virtually like, you know, we can't really disconnect ourselves from emotions. So we feel emotions every day. So many times the emotions that could be quite deleterious to us are those of anxiety fear and anger and when you look at other aspects of it and how they are connected to our body systems in terms of the uh, hormonal um, system and all that you will discover that emotions that um, these constitute stress on our bodies through their impact on emotions and the second part says behavioral impacts yes you know when something impacts on our behavior it's also important to um take note of how much it go or how far it goes to affect us so the impacts on our behavior include addictions social withdrawal aggression etc now when it makes us to be addiction in my head to be uh, to go into addictions you might see someone being addicted to cocaine to crack and uh, drinking and um, weed and all that it's it's it makes you discover that that person is looking for satisfaction looking for acceptance in things that are not satisfactory there are things that are not they're not going to give him the full satisfaction because the more he takes them the more he breaks off through the threshold of what he could normally or usually take so from one bottle he moves to two bottles suddenly two bottles is not enough for him he moves to three bottles suddenly three bottles is not enough then he goes to four bottles suddenly four bottles is just like he's drinking pure water you know he's just drinking a cup of water and this continues this way until it's you know becomes a more serious issue on him so when you, when you look at social withdrawal aspect of it and People there to withdraw, then you cannot know what is going on in their lives, and they are so isolated from others. So it's very, very important to take note of this. And uh, in that same part, we have aggression. You know, when you know stress, in the, in, aggression is part of those negative impacts. Stress on our on our mental health because it makes us to be aggressive. We, you know, snap at the slightest provocation. We. Uh, jump at the next person that offends us or to the slightest inconvenience and you know we virtually you know become a fighter to everyone and this is not good for us for us 
So the third aspect or negative impact on our mental health is body. You know, um, when stress affects our body, then you talk about insomnia, you talk about you know lack of sleep or difficulty in sleeping, you talk about memory issues, you talk about changes in eating habits, ulcers, inflammatory bowel syndrome, etc. So it, it just tells you that the impact or negative effect of this of stress on our body cuts across first our impact on our emotions, on our behavior, and on our bodies. I think this should be fair enough for us to appreciate this aspect of our discussion. Thank you so much. Wow. Thank you for that, Doctor. So in, it's true, stress have lots of ways. It is actually impacting negatively on our mental health. And I like that you talked about insomnia. I have seen cases in the pharmacy, being there for some time, how people actually come for sleeping tablets. So I think it's a big deal, all right? As an emotional wellness coach, my priority is on people being mentally and emotionally well. And I have this belief that if you're being, if you're having difficulty sleeping, something is wrong, especially if that wasn't the norm. Maybe it suddenly started or it began at a certain time. I always believe that maybe you're disturbed emotionally or something is bothering you, all right? And now you're saying that stress actually is a part of that insomnia. So I think that people should know this. And since stress is manageable, it means that if stress is the cause of your insomnia, Managing that stress can actually manage the insomnia without us having to be on drugs, right? So thank you for that, doctor. I really appreciate that. And my next question would be you telling us the implication of prolonged stress on our body. Knowing that you're a physiotherapist, physiotherapists actually do help us to manage our health, right? Manage our pain and they help us to prevent diseases, okay? So... For somebody that have had prolonged stress and is not doing much about it, might not even be aware about it. What what is the implication on the body of this individual? What would you say about it? Yeah. Okay. So talking about the implications of prolonged stress levels on our body. Well, um, there are quite many, and um, there is a list I have, and I would say there are many, but they are not limited to this. So. Some of these issues include anxieties, personality disorders, abnormal heart rhythms, stroke, and relationship issues. Now, one of the interesting things I always tell people is that to prevent the effect of something, you cut off its source. You know, let's say you connected something, maybe a fan to the mains or to the you know wall socket, and then you were like, oh, how am I going to? prevent this fan from you know showing you know uh, warming me or cooling my body now you don't just switch it off you cut off its source you don't even need to talk so much all you need to do is simply go to the wall socket and remove it in fact no jupiter will make any connection from anywhere to affect even if you switch it off even if you didn't switch it off now, because where the source of that thing is, is in the sockets, wall sockets, not in the fan itself. So the same way with, you know, stroke, 
you know stress levels you have to um, take note of the fact that if you don't deal with where it's coming from it will lead to things more deleterious and some of those things are listed here are the anxiety the personality disorders abnormal heart rhythms stroke and relationship issues so um i think that is an effort for now thank you so much once more to prevent the effect of something you have to cut off a source what a quote <laughs> wow thank you for that doctor that was amazing i like the way you broke that down so what you're saying is that we can deal with where the stress is coming from by knowing the source of the stress basically okay and that can help us to manage it manage our body the, our bodily health okay from the consequences of the stress right so there's no shortcuts there's no dilly dally we have to do the right thing which is knowing the source and working from the angle of the source fantastic thank you okay now for people who are so busy and hardly have time to distress you know there are people who get to work a lot you know and their work takes a toll on them you know they don't have so much time to intentionally want to distress okay what quick daily tip can you share for them to optimize their stress management you know something that they can easily do daily that would eventually lead to a cumulative beneficial outcome for them in the long term yeah so let me hear you on that yeah okay thank you for once more for this question i'll say quick daily tip one can um you know uh, implement or apply to optimize their daily stress management so i'll say you set limits you see don't take more than what you can accommodate at a particular time many times we procrastinate and then allow a lot of things we want to do to pile up and when they pile up obviously they will be stressful for you especially in the long run because as you're meeting up with this one another one is coming up and then at the end of the day you become exasperated and you know overwhelmed by the situation and the more it continues the more you're under stress so that's why this aspect is very important so it's something we can do daily try and look at your schedule look at what you have on ground and see how you can limit the uh, the size of what you can chew at a particular point in time the next one is physical exercises um as little as five minutes can do wonders you know that we tend to look at this as something that we have to prepare specially we have to wear certain gear and go with a certain group and go to a certain place to do something extraordinary with our body or on our body but beyond that it's physical exercise and um, physical exercise because why i'm actually emphatic on this is that there is also breathing exercises so it's very important for us to know this but physical exercise is just what it has to be now you can burn as much as 20 calories per minute on a high intensity workout don't can can you beat that now imagine when you make it a habit to burn these calories let's say you know intermittently for the day before you know it you could clock up up to 20 minutes 
So that's why it's very important. And um, remember, when you exercise, you you uh, endorphins and feel good hormones are released into the system, and this will also help you to feel good about yourself, and uh, also, you know, learn to treat yourself better. So it's psychological, it is hormonal, it is also physical. So I think that is it on that aspect. So the next one is relaxation techniques. Yeah, there are so many of them. I can't go you know, to details now, but you can learn relaxation techniques. These are things that you can do in certain ways. Like when I talked about physical exercises, yes, I said there was also breathing exercises. Breathing exercises can also help in relaxation. You know, you can, you know, um, breathe, taking your uh, breathing through your nose. You know, count one to four, and then hold your breath for one, four seconds for one, uh, count one to four, and then when you exhale, you exhale and count one to four. So you can continue this in um, as much as you can for the day. It helps you to relax. It helps you to, you know, come back to focus. So this is just an example. There are so many of them. So that's why I say I don't want to go into bed. Relaxation techniques is important. You can relax. You can. There are so many things that I wouldn't want to go deep into because it's such a uh, interesting topic and I could get sucked up into it. Yeah, because it's interesting and I want to really, I wanted to really embrace it. So, but I think that's enough on that. And the last one is seeking help when necessary. When you have find out that something is too much and you're getting overwhelmed, I think you you have a therapist to call. You have joy. You have people around you you can call to. Tell them about how you feel, what is your concern, like something you want to engage in. And that is very, very important to, you know, take note of. So let me just recap and say you have to set limits. You have to do physical exercises, go through realization techniques, and you have to seek help when necessary. I think that is it for now. Thank you. So we should set limits and we should avoid procrastination. Hmm. So we should know our limits and then not go beyond it. I think the body actually knows its limits. The problem is us trying to force the body <laughs> beyond its limits, right? And you said something about us knowing the size of what we can chew. Hmm. That's fantastic to know. We should know what we can chew. We should know when it's enough, when we're exhausted and we need to rest. In my work as a therapist, I've realized that some people actually have a problem resting. Okay, they are kind of addicted to work. And they have this belief that if they are not working, things will not be okay. They, will be, they might be poor, they might suffer. And this comes from, a, from the survival mode most times. But people are not aware. Right? And this is one of the things I help people with. So it's very important that you say that. Okay, sometimes we have to learn to rest. I think rest is part of growth. Rest is part of success. Because if we break down, everything else crashes, right? So we should actually know our limits. Thank you for that, doctor. I really appreciate that. Okay, and my last question would be, as a doctor and a, a physiotherapist, you are a therapist anyway, <laughs> And I believe that you have an in-depth knowledge of the human body by now with this combination of practice. So what advice would you give to people on 
how to rest. You know, I just talked about rest now and the importance. So what advice would you share with people on how to rest for their body's sake? <laughs> yeah, doctor, share with us. Yeah, thank you, Joy, for this question. I see one of the interesting things about this question is that being a doctor, a physician, and a physiotherapist has given me the opportunity to see the human body from two different perspectives. And uh, with a lot of my interests and updates are great in other aspects of human learning, I've come to see the human body, especially as a scientist in this case, from two different perspectives, a physician and a physiotherapist. So um, while physiotherapist aims towards management of conditions through our non-pharmacological means or non-drug means, non-invasive means, of course, that's what it is actually, because we still use some, as a physiotherapist, you still use some pharmacological methods, you know, but then the idea is non-invasive, you are not opening up anybody, you are not um, stitching, you are not doing all those that, as a physiotherapist, now as a medical doctor, you are, you know, you could perform some surgeries, you could open up the, um, just to stitch the wounds and a lot of all those things that you know require you to open up the body so i will say that having had with all this experience i would advise people to do the following for the sake of their body one you are dispensable you have to learn to take care of yourself you have to because when you lose that job you will be, you'll be replaced before a part of an eyelid Two, recognize that your body is you and you are your body. If you don't take care of it, a time comes when it will not be able to allow you to take care of all those things that made you ignore it in the first place. I think this is self-explanatory already. So three, you have to listen to your doctor or therapist. You know, many times, when non-adherence to prescriptions leads to non-healing of health conditions, of course, this will ultimately lead to increasing stress. And remember, when the stress is increased and is prolonged, then you will come down with even worse things. Next one, and finally, you have to take time to focus on what matters. You cannot focus on everything and expect everything to be okay. It is not possible because you can't focus on everything. I think this is where we miss it, you know, once we are so much, you know, trying to take care of this, take care of that. And we discover that we end up being a master, a jack of all trades, a master of none. And when we feel like we want to perform all these, you know, uh, superman-like attitudes and characters, we end up putting ourselves under a lot of stress. A lot of we end up, you know, putting our mental health at risk of, you know, a lot of issues. So. Think it. There are many, but at, from my experience as this, as a physiotherapist and a physician, I have seen this a lot in, in my interactions with people. I've seen it a lot in, in the hospital setting, and I believe it will go a long way to helping one or two people around or listening to us right now. So that's it. So I appreciate this question, and I believe that someone must have learned something from it. Yes, we have to take care of our body. Hmm. 
increased stress can make things worse right yes and just to add this doctor some people find it guilty sometimes to actually rest yes as a therapist i've had this experience with some people and i think it's worthy of notes okay if you fall into this category it's okay to rest okay this idea of always being busy sometimes is coming from the survivor mode okay and it's not healthy you always want to do something if you're not doing something you feel guilty so you you fill up your time with activities some of these activities are not actually productive you're just trying to run from the guilty feeling of resting okay you might have to deal with that you deserve rest every one of us deserve rest we don't want our body to break down we don't want our mind to break down right it's a lot we're facing as humans okay and part of our job to experience emotional awareness is to manage stress is to actually find a space to distress when we're feeling stress like dr Uchina said stress is not totally bad we need certain level of stress yes and it is only bad when it's going beyond the healthy level right so yes check that you're not getting too stressed out and becoming ill whether mentally or bodily physically okay yes so thank you doctor i appreciate this should you want to send messages to this or ask us questions about this episode you can send us voice messages on the anchor app or send us an email the counselor at gmail.com the counselor k for kite or connect with me on instagram at the counselor or on twitter d counselor d for dog d counselor all right you can check out my website www.joyiseki.com i have a lot of blog posts on emotional awareness mental health relationships and and lifestyle basically a lot so you can check that out to read for free okay watch my videos on youtube joy iseki i've just started my youtube videos and i'm excited about it i discussed on the dealing with negative self-talk recently and i also shared on keeping safe in a relationship okay so you can go check that out all right until the next time i'm here again thank you so much for listening to this podcast okay if you find value in this podcast if you enjoy what we share here kindly share with your friends all right help us spread the word don't hide something good from your friends okay so thank you and god bless you